2: Part of Time, episode 315, it is April of 2021. We have got a very special circumstance happening right now, I believe. Our special St. Paul bar correspondent, Stuart, has actually, has been fully vaccinated, and he is now, as we speak in public, in a bar, I believe. Stuart, can you confirm? We'll go live to the scene in St. Paul. Yep.
3: <laughs> hey, Brandon. It's, uh, this is Brandball Stu uh, from the internet. I am checking in from the bulldog in uh, St. Paul's lower town neighborhood. I, am fully vaccinated and immune as of 6:30 this evening. I am inside a bar for the first time, um, in in a very, very long time immune, not worried about somebody coughing or, the head cold I had was, uh, was it or not? And, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you when my wife caught me crying this evening cause it was 6.30 <laughs> and I realized I could go to a bar that was uh, or could just actually like not worry about going to target, it was it was an emotional an emotional time so, Dude, um, can you
2: can you confirm or deny that it's true with the band I believe Boston, who said it feels like the first time? It feels like the very feels, first time. That, okay, that that was foreigner, not Boston. Yeah,
3: yeah, no, yeah. You're trying to catch me because I'm so excited. But you know I'm going to catch that. You dumb shit. You absolute idiot. You complete fuck. I can't believe you would try to pull that on me on my first oh. night back in the bar. I almost went with her. I cannot believe you tried that. God. Now you're thinking. I mean, it was an innocent mistake. You were thinking of more than a feeling, which is by Boston off of their debut album. I
2: thought but, that I, more than the feeling started with, it feels like the first time I thought that was the part. No, the no, God, like no,
4: right.
3: Why would you think that? No one thinks that. You're very lucky that Chicken Finger 69 is apparently in jail tonight or something, because he would also be just berating you for this. This, this is like just KQ101. Jesus. It's disappointing. I mean, you're not ruining my night at all right now. But again, it's disappointing.
2: Um, now, now I if I... It. I just want to get this right. Does the song not go... Feels like the first time. Feels like the first time. Feels like the first no, first no. time. no,
3: you've got the melody completely wrong. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Schultz and Brad Delp would not do a song like that. That's more definitely more of a Lou Graham, Mick Jones. I was trying of to melodies. do more than a
4: feeling. Shoot. Uh, yeah. I,
3: like yeah. How,
4: I love how I we're three minutes into this and... It's very clear that Brandon's only goal here is to drive Stu so crazy that he actually leaves the bar on his first night out and just goes home in frustration. I love it.
3: Yeah, it's possible that it's possible that it'll happen. But, um, <laughs> yeah, if I could set the scene for everybody here. Um, let's see. A Law & Order rerun was on, but now it looks like it's the uh, – there's a Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson movie, I believe, so great.
2: Great!
3: Wow. I think they appear to be working at Google or some sort of like internet company. I think it might be called the internship. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I've never seen the movie, but it's got both of them. Let's and then got, there's there's definitely uh, tennis on. It looks like it's on John. I think they're on the red clay of Roland Garros. I don't know. Might be too early for the French Open though.
4: John? I honest, I honestly don't know the answer to that. I I know it's not the French yeah, Open yet because I know. I know the French Open got yeah. paused, but
3: Okay. First first of all, John is the Red Clay of Roland Garros. You know that. So please mm-hmm. just uh, respect
4: <laughs> Just acknowledge government. that part.
3: Um, um let's see. And then it looks like again yeah, there's a South Park rerun over there. And I wow. think we're on commercial everywhere else. So we've got the uh, Vince Vaughn movie, tennis and south park and commercials. Um now how uh, if I did the ballpark, there's like fifteen or twenty people in here, they're all still spaced. People wore their masks in, they wear their masks to the bathroom, it's kinda nice to see. Um bartenders have their masks on. Um and it's just man, this is great.
2: Yeah, does anyway. it feel does it feel like how's the vibe? Is it close to normal? Still weird? It's, is it
3: Well, it's still weird because I haven't
2: done it in so long, but it's uh-huh.
3: uh I mean, yeah, it's great though. Man, this is just man, this is great. I'm just Are you thinking yeah, of
2: your, your salad days becoming a functional alcoholic in a bar every single night now because of how good it feels?
3: Not really, because the beer tastes so much better than what I was drinking at the time. Um this is man, this is just something. And I'm not we're not like packed in like sardines and like gathered around the popcorn machine waiting for that to get done. it's, it's normal, it's good.
2: It's wholesome.
3: It's good. It's America.
2: (laughs) I'm so happy for you. I can't wait to get out there. I'm almost there myself. I know Jonathan also is. Um, So were you, how is it, how is your comfort level compared to the expectations of your comfort level? I'm a little unclear how, how how long it's going to take me to feel right back at home, bellied up to a bar that did that go away immediately for you?
3: Um, honestly, if it had been crowded or they clearly weren't following the protocols, I would have probably turned around. Right. Just because. Yeah. But it's, they're definitely. I, I knew from talking to my people at work that these guys were doing it the right way, and were you know observing what they needed to do because they just didn't want their people to get sick from people being stupid in their place of business. So I um, felt obligated to give these guys a shot. Also, um, Allery's which is the closest bar to my place. isn't open for another couple of months. So, mm. um, Or pretty. Yeah, LaVelle, sorry. Um, <laughs> I think it's because and I, I'm going to be breaking sport of – can I break sport of Olympic news here?
2: Oh, I'd love, love you to, yeah.
3: Um, the son of the guy who runs Allery's is the Olympic wrestling trials, I think the Greco-Roman trials. And um, so he's, like, taking the time off to, like, help his son with that. And it's going to reopen in May after that process is done. So. Anyway, that's just me breaking support sport of uh, Olympics this right. oh, year. Do I know the guy's name or his son's name? Of course I don't. Why would I know that? That would be irrelevant information. That's interesting. But no, I don't know that.
4: It's Bob and Robert Allery.
3: <laughs> it's possible that it's Rob, honestly. So. Yep. Hope, oh, guys, we have hockey. There's hockey yard. And we can transition to puck talk here from that, I bet, because I think everyone's sick of me being at the bar now. Um, <laughs> Colorado just... and St. Louis, like the Volanters, are up four to two.
2: Okay. okay. Um, That's um, probably good for the block. Wild.
3: Yeah. Um, and we can transition, um, John. I believe today uh, the only positive Minnesota sports news was that our Wild had a little bit of a fire wagon going this afternoon with with our guy, Minnesota's favorite player.
4: <laughs> driving, driving the sportive fire wagon today was your boy Zooks. It's it's honestly, I don't I don't even know if Zooks has scored for sure or not. Like, is this game a replay? Is this game live? I'm never sure until I see Stu either texting or posting on Twitter. <laughs> Zooks. I just it's it's uh, like confirmation. I wanna be sure. It's like the white smoke out of the chimney for the wild. <laughs> we have Zook scored. We like have an a new Italian Pope.
3: pornography star and the name is his name is <laughs> and his name I know is he's Zoo. Norwegian, not Italian, but but yeah, uh, five to two, the Wilds I believe they beat let's say
2: Arizona today.
4: That was definitely Arizona they I beat think. today. Yeah definitely they beat Arizona today, so that's good. <laughs> They're they're entering sort of an interesting part of their of their schedule over the next week or so because they they their game on Monday against St. Louis was canceled because of the the unrest in the Twin Cities. So now starting with this Arizona game, they've got six in a row against the garbage hockey teams of the Western Division. So it's 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 not exactly make or break in that they're basically already in the playoffs anyway, but. This will be a chance for them to all but clinch a playoff spot over the next six games because they've got a couple with San Jose and one with the Kings and I think two more with Arizona. And honestly, if they, they if they win uh, if if they win those two games against Arizona, they may at that point already be into clinching a playoff spot. So,
3: yeah, um, could they clinch a playoff spot in a home a home ice advantage in the first round? shot? I, I think players that's still going to take that, a while.
4: That ship seems to be sailing a little bit. I think they're seven points behind Vegas or something like that at this point. Uh, But they might be nine ahead of St. Louis, so they seem pretty locked into the old third playoff spot, which is fine. They play uh, – the, their goals are, number one, to make the playoffs, and then number two, which is almost as important, is stay out of the fourth seed because that fourth seed is going to have to play Colorado. And as you've seen on the TV at the Bulldog. Colorado Colorado's yeah. real good at hockey. Yes.
3: Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're. Yeah, they're oh, sorry. St. Louis is on the St. Louis is on a power play, John. Oh well. No, they did <laughs> there not we go. go they did not keep score, us updated. So.
4: Keep us updated on how St. Louis yeah. is doing oh, on that power play.
3: But um, um, it, um, as far as as far as puck talk goes, John, I want to say that there were there were no moves made at the trade deadline. Is that correct? By the wild,
4: yeah. The Wild are in an interesting spot. At least I think they're in an interesting spot in that coming into the season, everybody knew that it was a little bit of a, if not a rebuilding year, at least a sort of standing pat year. They've got a they've got a number of guys in the pipeline. One of whom, Marco Rossi, was maybe supposed to be here at the start of the year, but ended up getting the the really bad long haul dangerous version of covid and has missed the whole season but they've got rossi coming in they've got uh matt boldy a kid who's playing at um one of the boston schools boston college boston university i can't remember which one he is just getting to uh, either, Iowa. doing just
3: discord on st cloud one of the two <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, i beat you to that punk. <laughs> um they they've got they've got guys like that coming in and they're they're very much trying to reload a little bit. So they did they didn't have a lot of room under the salary cap and they were not about to part with any of their draft picks just because there's there's a definite feeling that they need to restock the cupboard for sure with some of these things that they've missed out in past years, especially going back to the Chuck Fletcher regime when there was a lot of trading draft picks for rentals that never worked out. Um, so the odds were always pretty long that they were going to make a trade anyway, about the only thing that looked like it might potentially happen was Marcus Foligno, his, his brother, Nick, who is the captain in Columbus was on the trade block. So there was a certain amount of talk about whether they could get both Foligno brothers here, but, um, Nick eventually went to Toronto because Toronto was actually willing to trade something for him, which the Wild basically weren't. So there there really was not – there weren't a lot of rumors. There wasn't a lot of talk, and then nothing happened, which is sort of understandable because we've been saying since the start of the season that there were <laughs> – there are four garbage teams in the Western Conference and the Wild are now one of those teams, and so – without doing much or making much in the way of moves, they've already more or less locked down the third spot in the conference. So there was really no reason to try to trade the farm for anything, among other reasons that they just couldn't because they didn't have the cap space or really the assets to go go after anybody.
3: Huh. Um, Does that mean... um I mean, obviously the NHL playoffs are, you can be an eight seed and win everything because, you know, I call it the hot goalie theory, John.
4: The old hot goalie
3: theory. But, um, they're clearly not, they're clearly a much better team than they were last year. But, um, they are also not probably in the Tampa Bay Lightning conversation of guys that are Boy. definitely favored to win the cup. But, um, would you say? John, at the as moment a hockey fan, that they are yes, at the moment, yeah, um they have a legitimate shot to be at least interesting in the playoffs. I will not well, say a cup contender, just interesting they, they won't shit the bet is
4: my <laughs> question at, be the, at the moment, at the moment, I would say their their best hope is that they come into the playoffs playing pretty well, they get a matchup with Vegas, who they always seem to do well against. They can get through that series. They can. That would be seen as a minor upset, I think. And then hope that somehow St. Louis gets completely hot at the start of the playoffs and knocks Colorado out somehow. That's really, I think, their best hope is that somebody else can take Colorado out before the Wild can see them because I don't... They played Colorado okay. They won three out of those eight games that they played against Colorado, but I don't think anybody who saw a number of those games will have a lot of hope of the wild being able to pull it together and and, and win a seven game series against the against the Avs. <laughs> that said the, the hot goalie theory is impossible yeah. to <laughs> it's impossible to know. And the Avalanche just traded for Devin our, our old friend Devin Dubnik, so clearly they're at least slightly desperate Huber. in
3: that. I call him Dubers. <laughs> Yes, um, good old doings. And this allows me to, yeah, this allows me to ask the question: Is Brandon still on the phone call?
2: Yeah, trying to think of something interesting say, to say. You know, the only thing I've ever been able to talk uh, hockey about is the pulling up the hockey reference playoff odds. And now that they're at a hundred percent, I kind of have nothing to offer. I was going to say fire wagon, and then you already said that, so that's all I got.
3: They did. They took
2: um, the fire wagon out this afternoon in Saint Paul. It was pretty cool. So I hear.
4: I just want to. This this seems like a good time to jump in and just say that if you haven't noticed yet, we're on the Sport of Hotline tonight, and the audio might be terrible, and you're just going to have to deal with it, listeners, because we wanted to yeah. get Stu in from yeah. the Bulldog. So yes, I'm if, sorry.
3: Sorry, wait. And this this was John's idea. Wait, just so you know, <laughs> this yeah. really what.
4: <laughs> I just, I can hear people in the backgrounds too. I can hear people in the background talking to each other. I assume enjoying yeah. each other's company, enjoying their evening. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're out and doing and things, absolutely- and it fills my heart with joy. My heart grew three sizes tonight, listening to it the people in the background screaming at yes, South. Park. I can for sure, I can for sure see an awkward date. My wife- yes.
3: Um, let's see, I see some friends hanging out in the booths over to the left. It's just, yeah, it's great. So, uh, one of the, uh, servers just got off her shift and is having a post-work bump. It's yeah. just, man, it's everything oh, you could want. It's, it's perfect. Just, and speaking of everything you want, but the opposite way,
2: the twins are in trouble, John.
4: Or man, are they? We send you to the Bulldog and your transitions are just top-notch, Stu.
2: It's really impressive. It is very good. He needs the pressure of being in public to bring He's delivering.
4: (laughs) Uh, This is is an even better version of the bar recording. I
3: I, I did not watch any of the games today, um, but I I know the blimp lost both games in the doubleheader. Mm -hmm. I know that they were short Andrelton Simmons, who bragged about not getting his vaccine and then got tested positive for the vid. That's great, Angelton. Just, just great. Thanks, um, And Buxton had a tight hamstring and didn't play. And uh, so, and then um, their two best starting pitchers both lost today. So not, not a great day for the Minnesota Twins, coming off a losing streak that was already at three games, which is now at five. Um, I am not panicking, unless all of these injuries are season ending. I don't think they are, but it is certainly disheartening, and I will throw it to either one of you to you
4: can I? Can I give you my one silver lining from today? Please. My one silver lining from today is that Josh Donaldson ran all the way around the bases without hurting himself in the ga- second game, so... Okay, That's a major I, uh, step yeah, forward. There, for I, didn't watch,
3: I didn't watch the game, so I, I honestly I, I don't believe you right now. I think you might be lying <laughs> to me because that doesn't seem it doesn't seem like a thing that can actually happen. I don't we think got, so. Yeah. We got to go back like, and review the video. Things. I don't think it's a real thing.
4: <laughs> nope. Uh, upon not- review, Donaldson jogs quickly into the dugout upon reaching first base, and a pinch runner wearing a mask <laughs> over his face <laughs> is the one who did the rest of the, <laughs> the running.
3: And they so they took somebody in a powder blue uniform and shot him behind a barn. Why, why? would they do that? There were kids
4: right there, right there. Uh. Oh no.
2: Yeah. So that's the oh, only yeah. the only thing we've got is Josh Donaldson did not break his leg while walking. Right. Yeah. It's been a rough stre- really rough stretch this week. I. Yeah.
3: I mean, really it, it happens, and I mean, I mean, they're injured. They're not scoring runs. Um, my uh, third prediction of Jorge Polanco is looking fantastic.
0: Um, yeah.
3: Even though, so, even though I should have said, to, but Tanoh to is even worse than Polanco. And uh,
2: somehow, yeah, uh, I don't know if baseball references updated it, but I just looked up Jorge Polanco stats. Um, his OPS plus right now, as you know, that's normalized to hundred being average. Mm-hmm. No, 100 average, 125 really good, 75 not great. Uh, Jorge Blanco's OPS plus right now is four. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is some Houston Amedes shit right there, man. Zero that four. Nine. That is real bad, real bad. So Snows bad too at 31, Damn. but you can't really uh, you can't touch. You can't a four. be four. No.
3: Yeah. So that's uh,
2: that's not good. uh uh-uh. Uh.
3: Uh-uh. Yeah, and that's, no. that's just one man's opinion so. sure
2: no I get it but it's crazy because some of the guys have been awesome and then the other ones are just worthless like obviously our um, COVID denier Simmons has been good and he's out Arise has been awesome Arise has been fantastic he's
3: basically Rod Carew it's official yep. he is Rod Carew
2: yep and then Nelson Cruz, for how much he's played, has been excellent. And Byron Buxton yep. is the greatest player who ever played.
3: Oh, so, God, I I already told John my opinion on Byron Bustin. And You're a fan. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the word I used, what the, the word I used was midnight. Okay, okay. So I um, know we all, yeah, I think we think we all know what that means. But, but yeah, he's yeah. the MVP right now. Um, but yeah, it's been just a a rough week, and I'm obviously, I am i don't think anyone is panicking, but I was like, oh, this is kind of, uh, some of these guys really, and I mean, Polanco's troubles extend back all the way through last year, Yep, and Sano is notoriously streaky, but this is, a, even by his standards, a real, real rough patch. And, oh, hey, the Blues scored, though. It's 4-3. Uh, Colorado.
4: See, there guy. we go. More evidence of our hope that the Blues yeah. can take down the Avs. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but it, Sorry, just, it, it doesn't feel like a panicky week. It's it's early, obviously. A lot of their losses have been in extra innings, which is bullshit. Um, yep. well, yeah, three go,
3: three Ghost Runner losses is just unbelievable.
2: Oh, I know. So just aggravating.
3: I mean, our, really our friend, like... uh, our, our friend Michael Rand is about ready to go Joker, and I'm <laughs> I'm about ready to follow him <laughs> all the way. To Gotham City and just start taking out Pittsburgh's Heinz Field, disguised as Gotham City's Field.
2: Did this uh, Did this extra inning rule bother you last year too?
4: Very well, no, much it so.
3: Didn't like n- no, but now it's now it's bad for us and it's bad. Obviously, <laughs> duh. It doesn't matter until it impacts me. <laughs> I think we covered that. <laughs>
2: I, I know, because I don't remember being this upset about it last year, and I was wondering if maybe that was half the reason why. Maybe we were good in those, and I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's still baseball. But now I, now I hate it. Now it, to me, feels like it should be illegal. Oh,
4: yeah.
2: Or it should be a yeah, red.
3: It should be, be bad.
2: Yeah, like, maybe in the – I think I would be on board if it was the 12th inning they did that. That's okay. Just because, like, for you have to finish the game at some point. But tenth inning, right away, Ghost Runner. Just not. I don't like it. Bad.
3: I, don't, I I care not for it.
2: Yeah, John. John, can I can I get a can I get a third that emotion?
4: I just I hate it so much. If I. Okay. I said this at the start of last year too, but honestly. If you're gonna have this a rule this stupid, just end the game in a tie. I'm fine with that. Huh? We're gonna have nine inning ties, and if you don't like ties, then keep playing the actual game. I feel the same way about NHL hockey having three on three overtime, which is garbage in a circus.
2: Just end mm. the game
4: in a tie. We're all adults here. Yeah, yeah. People
2: really getting a fireball shot. Day,
4: Someone, someone's getting a fireball shot.
0: Is fireball? it you? It's
3: Wednesday. No, it's not me, Stu. That's it's, a chilled, it's a chilled fireball shot, though. So, geez, I'm <laughs> in the, in the is box. there a I, way? That's, that's I'm gonna. Tito's. That's definitely Tito's.
4: Stu, order a fireball okay. shot. I'm gonna Venmo, Venmo you the cost of it.
2: <laughs> Take our sportive slush <laughs> fund and buy yourself two shots of fireball. But it's almost Thursday. You can do a fireball shot. Well, it's little- just.
3: Let's wait waiting for call. us, too. Okay, I think, I, think, I think they close at 10, I think, so let's wait until last call.
2: Okay, so if you're still here and lucid at 10 o'clock, it'll be a fireball shot. Yeah, it's yes, yeah, it gross out, by the way. Have we
3: talked about how the summit has been out for 17 days?
2: Yeah, no, we haven't.
3: Yeah, we haven't. I, we
2: didn't talk about the weather yet. When we're all
3: from Minnesota, that's weird. Um, that is weird.
4: We talked about happy things first. What are we doing here?
3: Yeah. I word's stupid and dumb. Um and actually have yeah, the twins won on Thursday and then they haven't won since and the sun has not been out since. Wow. I just figured it out. So I when the sun comes back out, the twins will be fine. The twins need chlorophyll. I just to play solved well. It. I just I just solved it. The, the solar panels they inf- installed on their powder blue uniforms mm-hmm. are uh they're not charging and that's what that's what oh, that's the heat. Wow. So clearly, I have uh, not been. I have not. I'm I'm two beers in. So clearly, I'm just smart right now. (laughs) Apologize for that,
2: Stuart. How about your guy Meat Raffle? Greatest, the second greatest player in the league right now, behind Byron. No, I have eighty percent of guys.
3: Really, I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that our our actual closer is uh, not doing so he's basically putting up Ron Davis numbers right now, which is not what you want in your, you know, your most expensive free agent sign in for itching. Yeah. But, uh, well, I
2: don't yeah, know. Yeah, that was tough. That was a really rough lot game one. And then he came in and somehow it was even more he's, painful the second time around.
3: Yeah. That game on Sunday was just Jesus, hard to, hard to endure while just watching him come in and just go single, single home run and just be done. It was very Ron Davis. I mean, it was not, that is the part that I would be, I guess if I would have any actual season long panic, it's, it's that he has not looked, not looked good. And you know, Taylor Rogers looked fantastic. Uh, the guy, who actually won closing the games because Taylor Rogers struggled at it last year. It's not getting the job done. And I know that we have Hansel and Gretel also in that mix, but he hasn't had to close out a game that I know of yet. So, because um, I don't pay attention to things. Um, oh, we have a final, by the way, in Colorado. It is Colorado Forest. St. Louis. No. Okay. I oh, Sorry about that, John.
4: Boo. I don't really care how yeah. much.
3: No, you don't. But it looks like Rafael Nadal is doing really good in this tennis.
4: Well, okay. he's on the clay the of Roland Garros. Of
3: course, the red he the clay of Roland Garros. Yeah, that's, he's that, the king of the red clay
4: of Roland Garros. Mm-hmm. I call him Rafa. Right. It's time to research this.
3: I yeah, I mean, it looks definitely not like it's not in America okay. because there's no flags anywhere. It's just like advertisements for watches.
4: All right, it, the French Open isn't until the middle of May, so it's definitely okay. not that. Okay, so
3: it's April. We've confirmed April. that it's April. Yep. Okay, for sure April. But, but there's a red clay tournament going on, mm-hmm. and instead of American flags or advertisements for Kid Rock's barbecue and Sex Palace, it's uh, Rolex.
2: This is the best so content we've ever done. I'm going to say it. Well, according, is, according, me dis- according me, describing a bar,
4: <laughs> yes. According yeah. to the internet, it's the Monte Carlo Masters.
3: Well, I would have played the Rolex. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that does it. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. job, John. How uh, you go. oh, This appears we have to be to another
4: ho- and we're, we got a new hockey game, John. <laughs> John. This is one of the most. It. This is one of the most prestigious men's clay tournaments. Founded in oh, 1897. I, I
3: Wow.
2: You've always loved We're him. talking
3: about my my guy, Rod Laver, was probably up there just on the red clay of Monte Carlo. Rafael um, Nadal so, has yeah, won
4: 11 times at Monte Carlo, yeah, yeah, including he, eight in a row from 2005 20. to 2012.
3: Yeah, he is just dominating right now, John. It's not funny. It's just gross. Mm-hmm. He's just toying with whoever this guy is. Um, so. But on the hockey front, we've got the Golden Knights and the Los Angeles Kings. Marcel <laughs> Dion's Kings.
4: The great one, St- Stu. Do you have television at your house? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm curious because you're really reacting strongly to the presence of television at this bar.
2: Now hold on a second. These pictures appear to be moving. <laughs> is that new?
4: No. I have. So we cut the
3: cord, so the the actual sports I get are whatever comes with the uh, Hulu bundle, which is ESPN Plus, which is. Basically, MMA and college softball. <laughs> it's really, <yeah. laughs> it's, and of course, and obviously NFL Sundays because that's on uh, regular over the air television. But yeah, I don't get a lot of that stuff. It's, uh, there was Still, like a Timberwolves game line we, we can get to the Timberwolves at some point, Brandon, but, um, great. there Thank was you. a Timberwolves game on 23. Um, it involved yep. Anthony Edwards going around and losing by 40 points. So you're, We're I, I, I think I have the gist of the Timberwolves season so far. I was like, oh, the Timberwolves are on, on my TV in my, in my place. So that was kind of fun. But, um, yeah, I don't get a lot of the live local sports because it's, we don't, we, we cut the cord and we considered getting, uh, the cable, but kind of holding, holding off on that for now. So we'll see.
4: Well, I'll tell you what, Stu.
3: Because, well, it's just the summer, I mean, You know, in theory, at least, we're all going to be vaccinated and just out and about all the time, seeing our friends and just enjoying life after, you know, all of the bullshit. And Uh it it feels like spending that X amount on cable sports, which I should have obviously done the last year because Lord knows I wasn't going anywhere. But, you know, that's on me, not on you guys. And it's definitely not on, you know, Chicken Finger sixty nine. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm on year two and a half. Please somebody <laughs> bail me out of this.
4: Monologue. I can tell you, Stu, no, okay. that you'll be able to see nineteen loons games this summer on your TV because nineteen of them will really? be simulcast on Channel twenty three. So That's there you awesome. go for the cord cutters of um, the Twin Cities. Channel 23 is your solution. You can get it on an antenna. If you live in the rest of Minnesota, you're still out of luck, but that's been true pretty much since the Loons came into the league. So. That's
3: pretty much correct. Um, and I believe their uh, road opener is this Friday and their home the, opener is this next Friday. Friday. Is that correct?
4: Yeah, so nice. if you want to know just how much Major League Soccer hates the Loons, you would look and go, all right, so let's talk about how the Loon season ended. It ended with one of the most painful losses in MLS history in the conference finals in Seattle. So what should we do with their season opener? How about we send them to Seattle and put it on national television?
2: John, is, this too, is it still too raw for you to remind me exactly what happened? I remember <laughs> it sucked, but I don't were, remember exactly how it sucked.
4: They were winning 2 to nothing with 20 minutes to go and managed to lose without even making it to extra time.
2: And oh, the reason, the
4: reason for that, Brandon, the uh-huh. reason for that was because Major League Soccer, in order to get a game on national television on Big Boy Fox, shifted the Loons' previous game to two days later than the original schedule, thereby giving Seattle two more days rest than Minnesota got coming into this conference final, which then resulted in one of the teams really fading down the stretch and not having any energy left. Now, which team do you think, think that was?
2: I can't remember another sporting event where I was so desperate for the clock to move faster. And at some point, more time kept get, getting on the clock. It was just a disaster. And it was desperate. And we were texting during it. And 2 nothing with 20 minutes was like, oh, that's okay. They'll, they'll just be able to hold on. And uh, I'm sorry to relive this again with you, John. But I'm remembering now. Man, that was a that was a tough night. I'm so sorry. It was, it was really bad. Yeah. But we get to relive it.
4: Yeah, I'm glad we're talking about it again. It's nice.
2: There's really no upside. Even if the loons win, it's like, who cares?
4: At least all of Seattle's well, players cares. are hurt or gone. So Oh
2: good. They've got that going for like, them. Yeah, that's great. Like seriously hurt, hopefully.
4: <laughs> yes, I mean, I guess it's career threatening for some of them.
2: Nice. Hell
4: yeah! Can't be anything but happy yeah. about that, right?
2: Hell, yep. You know it. You the news know it's coming up. I did not know that, John. That's good. Yeah, Boons
4: start, start on Friday.
1: Friday. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
4: All right, I can't believe that we're 35 minutes into this podcast and we haven't mentioned anything about the Timberwolves' ownership situation yet.
2: Well, Stu never threw it over to us. <laughs> I didn't
3: have – well, I mean, I talked about Ant.
4: <laughs> um, Stu's, Stu's three beers in now, so oh, I think um, expecting more transitions is really it, – it's really behind I him. Some, there
3: someone, there's definitely a dance pop song on right now. I think it might be Ariana Grande, but um, – um, Ariana Grande, obviously influenced by J-Lo, um, mm-hmm. Jenny from the block. And, and? Uh, J-Lo is romantically connected, even though they have been going through a rough patch lately, because I went to the grocery store a couple of days ago. <laughs> um, he's romantically uh, entwined with uh, Alex Rodriguez, former Seattle Mariner. And uh, he and some other dude who's been on Shark Tank mm-hmm. are apparently buying the Timberwolves in a couple of years for $1.5 billion. Um And that's like like, that's 1.5 billion for every time Mark Madsen has been relevant. Um I, That joke didn't work.
4: I'm sorry. So uh, close. So it's, really, yeah, it just, I, I, it. I
3: had a I had yeah. an opening coming, but
4: Stu, uh, you got, yeah, you, got a, I, you got a lot of emotion. You got a lot of emotion going right now. It's I okay. Do. It's
3: okay. Dude, you've no, been doing great. Yeah, this is the joke didn't work. No, it's,
2: it's fine. It's,
4: it's, a, it's not funny. It's not working. Get uh, nothing, dude. You don't
2: have to care. You're at a bar right now.
4: Yeah, get some fireball. Get that fireball, and then the jokes are going to be even better.
3: <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But, yes, um, Brandon, what are your thoughts on the Timberwolves ownership situation?
2: Well, my main thought, Stuart, is it couldn't possibly get any worse. Now, I know that that's usually, um,
4: usually a signal for it to get worse, yeah.
2: It always it always definitely can get worse. Um, you know, Glenn Taylor hasn't that we know of, murdered anybody, uh, or at least not anybody on the... Do department. we know that? We don't. We don't. So it could get worse if we find out that he's uh mm-hmm. what, Golden State killer or something. Um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, it feels like it's really going to be difficult to be a worse owner, um, although, you know, beloved guy, tried very hard, didn't work for him. So Alex Rodriguez is partnering, I believe, 50-50 with, Mark, I don't even know. John, do you know what? Why, I don't know why I'm asking you. Um, no, do you know I, I don't know, know how to pronounce name? it.
4: Does it have an accent? I can't remember if it has an accent.
2: I don't know. I believe it's spelled L O R. I God. thought it
4: had an accent on the E. lo okay.
2: Mark lo Um Mark Loretta is what we're going to be going with. Um, yep. Mark Rippin. Mark Rippin and A-Rod. Um, So I don't know exactly who's going to be in charge or how active they're going to be as owners. Uh, But Mark Loretta, Mark Rippin, seems like a decent enough dude. As Stu mentioned, I think he was a Shark Tank guy. He's a businessman. I look at his Wikipedia to try to find – usually these guys are complete weirdos in some way or another. And you just got to figure out exactly what kind of weirdo he is. Um, I'll give you an example the Sacramento Kings. Owner Vivek mm-hmm. um, was coaching a third-grade girls' team, and what they did was they kept one of their one of their girls on the offensive, like right next to their own basket, while the while the rest of the team went down and played five on four. And every time they missed, they would just throw the ball down for an easy. And he's like, "This is the key to basketball. This is how you win at basketball." Can we try that in the NBA? That's that's the sort of weirdo stuff I was kind of looking for. Some guy who thinks he's smarter than everybody else. I haven't been able to find it yet with Mark Loretta. So he might just be possibly, I'm going to regret this, but like a successful, smart, reasonable guy. Possibly.
4: Well, I did see our good friend and and sometime podcast host, David Brower, did refer to this, to Mark Loretta as the white Vivek Rande. So...
2: Oh no! Okay. So
4: okay. the comparison, the the story you're telling here may be an apt one there, Brandon. It may it may be yeah. exactly what we're looking uh, for. I love
2: I love apt comparison. app comparisons. Oh, yeah. apt is so Chicken good. Fingers in particular love their app. So uh, um, I'm happy about that part, I suppose. But um, all in all, again, they're we have no idea what they're going to be like as owners, but man, I am ready for some strange in my life. I'm, I'm, I can't wait. 10 out of 10. I'm fully, I can't be midnight, but I'm going to say I'm like, I'm like 11 o'clock, maybe 10
3: 30. me.
2: So I, I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out a, a downside to this. I mean, we don't know well, if this could be, like, Jim well, level weird. Well, the
3: obvious downside is they moved the
2: team. <laughs> the obvious downside is they moved the team. You're right. But the other thing is there wasn't going to be a local... Like, Kevin Garnett was not going to buy this team. No. Um, there really wasn't a whole lot of other people that could have bought the team that are local. Um, mm. So no matter who bought was going to be somebody who's from, not from here. And so that was going to be a concern no matter what happened. I think the Glenn Taylor remaining in power for a couple of years might help in that regard because there's probably going to be, I would guess, some sort of movement on, you know, if they find another team for Seattle and Vegas, I would, I would not expect them to move from Minnesota to Seattle. It doesn't make a whole ton of sense to me right now. Well, Seattle hates A-Rod. Well, yeah, I feel why like, wouldn't there? Isn't he I think he'd be more happy here, wouldn't he? I oh, feel yeah. like
4: I feel like part for, of the hope like, of home this is
2: in January. Right. Part of the
4: hope of that two year period or whatever is that the NBA, absolutely desperate for cash as they as they deal with the fallout from the pandemic, is going to say, How about instead of using Las Vegas and Seattle as threats? We just give them both expansion teams for billion a billion dollars apiece, and we all take one thirtieth of that money. I feel like that's part of the hope of just having I two you years like that. or
3: whatever. On that. Yeah, that seems a lot more. And then, like you know, when teams go like sideways, um, they can like say, "Hey, Kansas City needs a team." Everybody remembers the Kansas City Kings, right? Otis Bird song. let's go. And then they can use that as the leverage to sucker everybody right. to building the Marina,
2: the new so. boogeyman. There's gotta be a boogeyman city as we know. Oh it. yeah. So maybe that's going to be the one. Really? So yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, obviously if, if it, if they ever did move to Seattle, I mean, we had a good run here. I'd be okay. Right. I mean, at that <laughs> point it's like, well, no,
4: in no way did they have a good down. run here. <laughs>
2: Well, that is we, factually we had incorrect, run to demonstrably we incorrect. Yeah. Well, I guess I would say we gave it a good shot here. Yeah,
4: we had a horrible <laughs> run and everybody was miserable the whole time.
2: <laughs> a horrible enough run that we all agreed that's enough. Let's move on. Um. So yeah, no, I think that I'm super pumped about it. I'm actually bummed that it's going to be a few years until it mm-hmm. until it goes down because I want to see what these guys do. And Sue, you mentioned A Rod sitting on a, you know, being in Minnesota in January. Do you think he's gonna be here in January? Or you think he's just gonna be like not. I'll see no. you all in April. He doesn't
3: Yeah. He'll yeah. he'll 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 send Mark Loretta here for the January, February games. And you know that yeah, maybe maybe, maybe he'll know. come here for like the holidays. he like be like there's a Thanksgiving or a Christmas Day game. He'll put in a one day appearance. You know, for fun. I think he fun to like he just knows. But, um, Any,
2: do owners yeah. go to the games in most markets? I guess I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> All I know about this is Glenn Taylor goes to a lot of them because he lives here. And we know that Mark Cuban goes to a lot of games because we see him, like, rush to the court like he's a college freshman every once in a while. Um, but I don't know exactly how active they'll be and how much we'll see him. like, oh, a back in Minnesota. Are those... I don't even know if that's going to happen.
3: Well, I think uh, the important—we really—the we're, important thing is we're
2: not talking about the
3: actual team. We're talking about what A Rod's going to do over Christmas.
2: Thank you so much. And that is, the,
3: that, is a, that is the most Timberwolves thing ever. Obviously, they won the other day, though, didn't they?
2: <laughs> One they, did, they won right? a few days ago. Yeah, they beat the Chicago Bulls, um, and it was a good game. They played well, and then mm-hmm. oh, these last two games they played shorthanded. Teams, the Nets and the Bucks, and all of them, they just sat all of their good players, and the Timberwolves mm-hmm. still just got absolutely destroyed.
3: Like, well, there was no. The, Towns is out because his mother passed away yep. a year ago, and he was yep. doing some morning stuff, which is absolutely fine. Anybody who says anything bad about that is going to get just absolutely destroyed. It's, totally, I have anything to say about it. Yep. Um, but they they won a game, which was cool i was happy for brandon and then they got destroyed the last two games and well i'm not happy for brandon because he's sad
2: yeah they uh the thing with the timberwolves is there's a lot of games where you know pretty quickly that this one's not going to be a good one to watch so i would say if you have the ability to watch them on tv i would just at least get through the first quarter and check the old box score and if it's like forty seven to nine, maybe you just check out for the night. You don't need to you don't need yeah. to watch some of those.
3: Well, John John, we have two quick goals from Vegas here. They're up two nothing on Los Angeles, eight minutes left in the first.
4: I'm surprised Los Angeles even has any players on the ice at this point.
3: And they, they have their old the purple jerseys on, which is awesome. Their old purple jerseys are just off. Oh,
4: I mean just Marcel Dion might actually be playing tonight. Check the roster. Yeah,
3: I have, actually, I see how they're skating, John. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! But no, Brandon, I think Brandon. Uh, I have, John...
4: I have, I have a question about this ownership thing. And yeah. here's my question: It had to be a Rod of all the people. It had yeah. to be a Rod. I mean, wasn't it there like? a Rod. Wasn't there like a group led it by? It
2: had a... to be a Rod. <sighs>
4: Wasn't there a group led by, like, Eric Fox and Ruben Sierra and Joe Smith and Al Secord and Phil Cuzzy or something that could have taken
2: instead of A-Rod, you know? I just quickly wanted to um, correct, To I think the melody you're looking for is, it had to be A-Rod, had to be A-Rod, had to be A-Rod, had to be be (laughs) A-Rod. That's the song I you're thinking of. Uh, I think that
3: was actually by Journey.
2: Okay. I do have yeah, I do have range. Um, I don't know, John, do you have Arod in the in that the pantheon of, of, of those guys?
4: Well I hate A Rod, but I think everybody hates A Rod, don't they?
2: Yeah, I think I don't know if I have as much hatred for him as I do other villains of Minnesota. I don't really even know why. He did destroy us. He did ruin seasons. I don't know. I Keep guess I just blatant, now man. that I look back, I, yeah. Now that I look back on it, I just sort of think the Yankees in general. it was just sort of a a tiny little component of that. But I think I'm wrong. I think he did hit like some very dramatic home runs against us mm-hmm. to knock us out of the playoffs. Right? Was it yeah. one of those like we were one to, we tied one to one and we were winning a game, and he hit a three run bomb and we lost and lost a series. Well, let me put it this way, Brandon.
4: I don't want to talk about it.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So maybe I should be hating him more than. You definitely should. should. He is worthy
4: of your contempt.
2: I think what happened was a lot of guys cheated and a rod got punished for it so much more than other people that all of a sudden I started to come around the other side, which I hate more than anything, and have to, like, sort of have sympathy for him, just like Tom Brady? No,
4: absolutely not.
2: Okay, okay. Okay. So I fucked up along the way somewhere. Yes, you did.
4: (laughs) Sort your life out.
2: (laughs) Did he not get, like, punished way more than other people?
4: No, not nearly enough.
2: He's about to buy an NBA team. How much punishment do you think he got? I mean, he was in a prime of his – not prime. He was still very good at baseball, and didn't he get suspended for an entire season? <laughs>
4: he's – yeah, I mean, I feel very bad for him. He's got enough money to buy an NBA team, and he's sleeping Jennifer Lopez. I, the guy has suffered enough. Can't we let
3: him out of jail? We don't know if they're sleeping That's together it. anymore, John. John, there, there, there's issues in, in the relationship.
2: Yeah. I oh, hear you took the rock off, John. That's what we we know. don't know. We
3: don't. Please don't like accuse either one of them. Peter, we don't have the answers yet.
4: And I haven't. I haven't Florida been in a grocery standard store. Check out a year. It's either. reckless
3: American speculation. To the sort of does not engage in that. Please stop doing it.
2: <laughs> oh. Very journalistic standards. Yeah, uh, we hold so We them. don't know. We
3: don't know. We just we simply don't know. There's more questions and answers at this point, and we're just trying to find facts. And okay, give the so, listeners what they want, what they
2: crave. So I want to just, like, run through the narrative I had constructed about A-Rod and I know now to be false. Uh, real dummy. Real stupid asshole who forces rid to the Yankees. <laughs> didn't like him at all. Uh, just, But then people hated him too much, so then all of a sudden I got a little weirded out. Like, all right, I mean, he's a weirdo and a dummy, but it, you shouldn't be, like, hating him that much. So I was a little unsure then i thought he got suspended for way too much time and i was like okay well now shit i'm a little sympathetic and then he came back as like an announcer and he seemed like he was pretty good and like inquisitive and felt like he had sort of turned his image around and now i sort of thought maybe he wasn't that bad of a guy john where have i where have i gone wrong?
4: i think you missed the part where he sucks and you should hate him
2: Yeah, shit, you're right. I just went through the I mean, timeline not and I never <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like
4: I I don't feel like I need to defend hating Arod
2: very much. No, you don't. You don't. I'm embarrassed. I feel like shit right now. We can edit this whole thing out, right? No, we can't.
4: That's the <laughs> beauty of, like the of the sport of hotline.
2: Oh no. John, so then let me ask you, what are your thoughts about when you saw that Arod was buying the team. I mean, I think I know, but I'd love to just give you the floor here and you can talk well, about it a little bit.
4: My thoughts are, so it has to be a dot-com billionaire idiot and A-Rod, of all people? I, I mean, yeah. it, obviously <laughs> the the reign of Glenn Taylor has been laughably bad for... Mm. I mean, it we're coming up on 30 years here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Glenn Taylor is on the team, but at the same time, in his favor, he's not a Rod. So I'm not. I'm not particularly uh, PBR, concerned. At a waste Stu. a No <stew>.
2: problem.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, things are getting weird at the Bulldogs, so I'm happy about that. Oh, uh, I love it.
2: I love. That. I don't.
4: <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't. I haven't really thought about what this means for the team on the court or the franchise overall. Mostly, it's just mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like A Rod. I don't. Yeah. I don't have much of a, an opinion on Mark Loretta, but I know that David Brower seemed to think he was an idiot, which is good enough for me. Um, yeah, that's
2: true. We do trust Dave.
4: So, I mean, maybe so. it'll maybe it'll make the Timberwolves good. I don't know. But it seems unlikely after 35 years of the exact same thing happening over and over.
2: Yeah. So, well, yeah. Let me ask you, John. If you woke up tomorrow and the news was, deal falls through. Hey, Rod, not happening. Glenn Taylor says, I'm never going to sell this team. Ever, would you be happy about that? I, that I, I feel incredible. like I, I feel like people were talking to Stu here. No, they're not. Oh. Okay,
4: okay, everything's fine.
2: Um, I don't
4: know. The one thing that's surprising to me is that Glenn Glenn Taylor has children, right? He has a I number of children. So.
2: Yeah, I'm so, <laughs>
4: I'm so used to a group of fail sons taking over franchises that I don't know what to do about the idea of somebody selling the franchise rather than using the proceeds from the franchise to make documentaries about Romanian chess players or whatever the Polans do with their money.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Usually bands that I, bands that I like, John is usually what he does. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, hey, the 13th floor elevator." Oh, so, hey, thanks, thanks, Jim Paulette.
2: <laughs> Man, so uh, okay. Well, now I'm now I'm a little embarrassed at my at my premature eleven thirty erection. It was just me,
3: huh? Okay, it's okay. Right. You had to you could not get excited about the Encore product. So you had to like, no. like wish like about the future ownership and how they would handle a potential 18th uh, pick in the first round for a, you know, a stretch four.
2: Yeah, I I just go back to my original thesis. It couldn't really get any worse. We need something new. Why not these guys? And I'm still okay with it. You know what? I still like A-Rod. I'm sorry, John. I do. Can I ask you another
4: question? So, one of the things... One of the things I saw in connection, <laughs> one of the things I saw in connection with this story was somebody writing, "Well, this new ownership is coming in, but everyone agrees that something needs to be done about the Target Center." Didn't they just pump in like a hundred and twenty million dollars into renovating the Target Center? Am I misremembering yeah. that?
2: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a full fledged teardown type rebuild, but I definitely think that they did.
3: They put like ship All lap well, like up, that. um, with some, some little like farmhouse sink, double skylights. right? Like, yeah, it was really skylight. nice. Yeah, they brought ship and Joe in. It's, it's it's a kind of like a rustic type of post war like feel. I mean, it's really nice
2: mid century modern vibe. I'm getting, <laughs> yeah, mid century oh, modern, I mean, but yeah, they yeah. painted
4: everything white.
2: Yeah, white. Yeah, is, it's, is yeah. Modern. Spanish hints and tones kind of here and there.
4: Bunch, bunch of weird letters
2: on the they wall. they
3: didn't do with the space. It's really nice.
2: Yeah. They did that. Yeah. So, no, I don't, know, I don't I, think Target Center is a problem. I don't think that's hmm. the issue. The issue is that they're a terrible team. <laughs> I haven't,
4: I honestly, I haven't been keeping up with arena yeah. construction, so I honestly don't know what the Target Center supposedly doesn't have that other arenas do have. You know what I mean? What, you, what is what are they looking for in a basketball
2: arena? Yeah, I'm not really sure either. You know, it doesn't really seem like. I know they've got a. I mean, what can you put in a basketball arena? Like, they've got decent food vendors. They've got a really nice jumbotron screen right. thing. You know, it's the same amount of capacity that other places have. It can't be any better location. It's right downtown. Um
3: We've got a bit of a fire wagon going on here at the vegas Los Angeles game, guys. Oh, we
2: got a it
3: is, uh, three, it's 3-1 to now. 3-1 in the first pair of still, with four minutes left.
2: He's <laughs> had I back-to-back feel- goals. A fire wagon alert from our St. Paul bar-, bar correspondent. What an incredible night. Makes me so happy. Well, oh, is there a I- sport we haven't a, a, we, we,
3: did we do any Vikings draft
2: talk yet? No, it's hell been no. Up in Two weeks, right? Twenty two weeks, yeah. Late, late or Ben April. Johnson? We haven't talked about
3: Ben Johnson.
2: No, we haven't talked about Ben Johnson. Um, uh, you know, I mean, he's got a bunch of recruits coming in. He's got nine players leaving. They're gonna they're gonna look like an intramural team next year. I would say that's my my word of warning for anybody. Next year is not the year to start judging him. Uh, I don't think.
3: Um, well, I mean, John said that Gabe, as the team goes, still goes Gabe Kalsher, and Gabe Kalsher is playing for his Cyclones right now.
2: That's right. That's right. Uh, he went from a good shooter to a, one of the worst shooters. So that was a tough, tough progression for Gabe. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think next year is going to be a wash. I, I can't see any reason why the Gophers are going to be okay to watch next year going to be bad.
3: Well, they were bad this... Actually, they were really bad this year, so... And I didn't even have TV, as we discussed. (laughs) I got got the scores, like, in semaphore from, like, guys holding flags on the USS Midway. So, I I had no idea how they played. I just knew the the final scores
2: were bad. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, I'm super pumped about the hire. I think it's... uh, I do... I do appreciate the Dinkytown Ghost for going and like getting his guy, uh, or person, I suppose, including Lindsey Whalen. So I like that aspect of it. It didn't seem like he was like his 11th choice or anything, but, um, that might be a little while. Program's bad. It's a bad program. It's not a good program. It's a bad program. Not good. Stu, uh, you had mentioned the Vikings for a second draft time. I, you have. I have. have. A, you want to have a full draft podcast maybe next week or the following, just to really break. We probably down the should. Years. We got to get into it. We got to talk about. I, I uh, it. We got to do a mock. I really want to get into a mock first. First three rounds, probably. Trade um, love trade I guess. Um,
3: well, I think what we're looking at. I, I just want to, I want. To, I want Kirk Cousins to succeed. What? Sorry, that was. I, I was a joke. I, it didn't land right. Again, I've been at the bar for the first time in forever. so And I'm trying to sign my receipt here, customer oh, copy. I'm so used so to, like, confusing. doing things online, so you just have to, like, press one button. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I got, oh, Jesus, my signature is so fucked, guys.
2: It's, yeah, it's over. Jesus
3: <laughs> Christ. It's scribbling. This is just, oh, man. I look like I should be, a, like, much richer than I am. Just, I'm wind look,
2: thing, and I'm not even with you.
3: Yeah, Jesus. Just dumb, stupid, stupid. Um, hold on here. Uh, uh, oh, God, <laughs> that's not going to work either. Jesus, oh, I, I, what I, I, is it? It's just well, I writing. signed them. First, the, first, the, first of all, I signed the customer copy, not the merchant copy. So well, that's just you know, dumbass 101. Then I signed it, Steve. No, Steve. I'm Stu. Obviously, right. it's, yeah. It's the worst. Oh, uh, worst Steve. I'm confused. So, anyway, we were talking about the Vikings, right?
2: Yeah, I was wondering your interest level in the, in the draft, as we can, because I'm gonna start prepping. You know, I love. Oh,
3: I'm, I'm I'm in full prep mode. Yeah, I um actually I uh I asked uh, John Bonus for Aretha San's uh, home phone number, and I keep calling it. And keep um, going to Valley Fair, which sucks because I don't think John would lie to me, but I don't think Arif was at Valley Fair either. So um, I guess I got to figure. I got I to gotta figure a couple of things out here.
2: Yeah, you're in so a real I, have
3: two, I have. Yeah, I have two assumptions that are like, you know, just not working. And um, oh man. So yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm obviously I'm. I got the L22. Oh yeah. I am. I am breaking down film. Um, and I am already pretty upset at whoever they pick, which is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think they're probably going to take a guy who's the the guy they always had their eye on. Was their best player the best player available on their draft board? Is I think they're going to they go
2: with. Had, I'm assuming it's going to be a guy they had way higher on the draft board.
3: Oh yeah, I mean they could not believe that he was sitting right there for them. Can't so. believe he fell.
2: You know we had opportunities to move back, but once we, oh, realized, yeah. we were gonna <laughs> able to get this guy, we had to. Yeah. we had to pounce. That's what we did. We pounced. going to trade him for 14
3: seventh round picks. That's the other thing.
2: Oh man, I I still just keep waiting for them to trade Kirk Cousins somewhere, and I just don't I don't James think he's gonna feels have like to it's gonna happen. It's slowly every day; it just keeps down. Yeah, that so that much. trade
3: heat is that that trade heat is the end of like the day after tomorrow. Right now, it's just it's snowing in Mexico. It's not happening. There's no trade coming. Just
2: this was uh, he's yeah. going to be the
3: quarterback next year. He's going to have a couple of good games. He's gonna have a couple of really bad games. And he's going to be league average the rest of the year. That's that's what Kirk Cousins does.
2: The rocks of our lives. That's what we called it. That was our favorite yeah. segment for a while. The
3: only the only positive that has come out of the Vikings postseason so far is that it's clearly obvious that Aaron Rodgers would much rather host Jeopardy than live in Wisconsin for one more goddamn minute. <laughs> and I do that's love the that. exact right thing. I mean, he's completely correct in that. He's right. Yeah, uh, I love I think, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, I get to do this. I don't get to get, like, the hell beaten out of me, and they'll draft a running back in the first round again He's horrible at everything. And I can just, like, ask questions to people who are nice instead yeah, of getting yelled at.
2: Incredible. Uh, they're not openly so, yeah. doing math in front of me.
3: Exactly. And Chicago and Detroit are awful. So, I mean... Clearly, the Vikings are going to make the playoffs next year. I think we've already – we've already – I mean, they didn't make it last year. They made it the year before. So, they'll be be good this year. They'll be like 10-6 and or 11-5 and this year. Um, Zimmer will fire somebody at the end of the year, and they'll lose in the first round of the playoffs. Maybe in the second round. You never know. Yeah, every once in a while they do –
2: yeah.
3: It's going to happen. Don't worry about it. It's going to happen
2: that way. I don't know how.
3: I, I don't know the particulars, but that is how it's going to happen. Oh yeah. I have not had my fireball shot yet, by the way. So it's just sort of sitting here looking at me.
2: Wow. I have, so
3: cool. I have a can. I have a can of PBR and it shot a fireball in front of me. And then yeah. I'm gonna go fight a cop.
2: Yeah, go punch a horse.
3: Fight a cop. So we'll see how that works for me. But um uh John, how are things going right now?
4: Um, I was just looking, apparently. The White Sox are about to uh, throw a perfect game against the Indians.
2: Oh, oh. The White Sox uh, team perfect game or one pitcher?
4: No, one pitcher.
2: That uh, Lamar Hoyt?
4: Lucas...
2: Car- Car- Carlos
4: Carlos Redone.
2: Oh yeah, he's really good. Oh, damn it! Uh.
4: There's two out. Yeah, White Sox are going to be ninth. good.
2: Yeah, yeah, they got good quickly too. Oh I shit. Really went quickly.
3: Guys, I didn't shoot the shot. I took a sip of the shot and brother, I have not taken a lot of shots lately. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Boy, that was you did I might have a been good one, more than I, I might have yeah. bit off a little more than I can chew, boys. This is uh <laughs> I'm glad it's not Jager. I would not have done Jager, and I don't think I could have done like straight bourbon or like Cutties or any of that weird shit, but
2: I think you did it right. If I was going to take a shot right now, that's what I would choose as well. So I think you, at least in the, in, the, in terms of bad decisions, this is the best yeah. of the bad decisions. Oh, man.
3: That is very altoide <laughs> <laughs> You You do not have to
2: brush your teeth tonight.
3: Yes, yeah, I'll tell Mandy that. She'll
2: love that. <clears throat> oh, man. <laughs> well, actually, you might want to because you're going to be puking on the way home. so um
3: yeah anyway the lights are the the lights are on um the house lights are on here so i think we're going to be uh getting chased here a bit so if you guys want to wrap it up over on your end i can uh,
4: now now we're going to stick
3: with you i should should finish the shot on the call though shouldn't i (laughs)
4: yeah we're going to stick with you while you walk home and throw up on the sidewalk no, I'm not
2: gonna. I don't think anyone guys, knows that. So. guys, who pissed my pants? <laughs> who did this? <laughs> <laughs> Which
4: one of you was responsible for this?
2: Who did this? Is this a prank? <laughs> you got me. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Is there any other sports stuff at all?
4: No, I don't think so.
2: Yeah. All the sports, Stu. We're just
4: we're just waiting for you <laughs> to finish <laughs> you this chat really
3: are your kids back at school yet at all, or are they already back home from school because they've already had
2: close contact things? Or both? They've been back at school. They've been they've been isolated because of contact, and then but no 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 outbreak. So it seems to be okay, I guess, in the long run. But uh, yeah, hmm. just every day it gets crazier.
3: It does get crazier. Oh, Yeah, they're turning the TVs up now, guys. God damn it. Um,
2: no, next, no, 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 I'm going to no, have no, to drink no.
3: this shot I'm, I'm going to have to drink this shot. Um, oh, Dude, I
2: had a question for
3: <laughs> you. Oh boy. Okay. Bring it on. Is your,
2: is your place of employment opening back up again?
3: Yes. Um, hopefully Great. June 1st, um, we'll see how the current, uh, COVID fourth wave sure. goes. Um, and obviously we need to have a little more capacity to make it work. I think we need the next state, next level up. And it was like, you know, trending that way until Carver County decided to send all of their kids to French kissing okay. camp.
2: A so wrestling tournament in uh, South Dakota. And that's yeah. actually not a joke. Yeah. That's so, exactly yeah, what happened. It is. yeah, exactly.
3: It's, yeah. So it's like that. Like, if like, you know, if um this current wave just start collapsing right now and the vaccination uh Rates keep going up. I think June 1st is a realistic target. Uh But um, that's, you know, you tell me how that's going to turn out.
2: Right, exactly. So when I meet you at Surly and we uh, meet up again for the first time, it will feel like the first time, I would imagine. Uh, Do you, will you you be uh, providing the fireball shots there or should I sneak a couple in?
3: You should sneak them in because we still only have a beer license.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Good to know. Okay. I will. Okay. I'm
3: going gotcha. to shoot the very ball right now. Okay, guys, are you, are you, are right, you recording, we
2: Jack? We're ready. Yeah, okay. I'll Three, turn
3: on one, the recording. Two, I'll start the recording. Two, one. <laughs> you did it. You did it. You did Oh, boy. It.
2: boy. Ready, oh,
3: man. Wednesday night. Oh, That's God. So good. <clears throat> Got it. Jeez. God, it feels like a blue Dan Haggerty. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: my gosh. He was a redheaded
3: headed actor. He was Grizzly Adams.
2: Oh, gotcha. That's, that's why he funny. I thought maybe he okay. was one of your friends. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I thought he yeah, was like a high school guy or something. <laughs> Dan <laughs> Haggerty oh, doesn't right, have sure. friends. Friend. Jesus.
3: <laughs> Man. It
2: seems nice.
3: I don't know. Oh, boy. That was, man.
2: I mean, he has to be kind of Lazy, nice. My, my hard liquor consumption,
3: of, like, over the the last year, has, like, been putting, like, shots of tequila into, like, Grapefruit Supreme, and that's kind of been what I was doing for hard liquor or, like, maybe the occasional um, bourbon and seven. But I don't think I've done a straight-up shot like that in for God,
2: ever. That was weird, yeah. man. That's uh, a that's like golf course move right there. You're a golf bro now. You're a country <laughs> club bro. you got a birdie.
3: Yeah, that was, was like, crazy. man.
2: Get <laughs> on over to... Yeah I'm, certain, and
3: I'm, yeah, I'm starting to sweat right now. That was... That was inadvisable. <laughs> <laughs> that was not...
4: <laughs> All right, we better stop this recording before Stu hurts himself.
3: <laughs> oh, so good. Do one
2: more, Stu. Can
3: you do one oh, more? No, they can't. I can't. They're already, it's, yeah, they're, like, already, like, clearing people out. Oh, oh gosh. They're like, oh. we got to
2: get out of here. We got to close up shop. This guy's been on the phone for 2 and again, taking. And,
3: and again, the, the best part, the best part of all of this is my mom listens to all of these. <laughs> oh.
2: Well, uh, oh, man. Man. So, Thank you for you doing that. That was good. No problem.
3: Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. We had to uh, take you behind the, um, into the green room here for our listeners. Uh, So, Wade, um, we actually had to like change our whole recording setup to enable this because our traditional uh, Audacity recording would not have worked to make this work because I'm only on my phone right now. Right. So um, thank you to everybody for uh, letting us do it this way. And if it didn't record, well, thank you to John and Brandon for just letting me yak at you while I drink at a bar for the first time here.
2: It was fun, even if this doesn't ever get published, which maybe it shouldn't. I mean, who's to
3: say? Yeah. it probably, no, probably, probably. This is It's going straight to the Library of Congress, so. Yeah, it's too yeah, good for other no. people
2: to hear. We'll sell it as yeah. a fungible token, I think. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. So, uh, John, yeah. if you want to bang it, we can bang it.
2: All
4: right, I, I I don't know what that means. Let's bang it. I believe it, it means it
3: means the game is in one because of rain. We
2: yeah, have bang it up and bang it out. Yep.
3: All right. Okay. Bye, everybody.
2: The end. All, All right, bye. go Vikings.